Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickaloaf and Dr. Zong. Dr. Zom! Yay! We are here with you to cover some uh, city cops versus backwoods criminals. Uh, this is Cody's choices for this week. Uh, we're doing Snake Eater with the Llamas from 1989 and Quiet Cool with the Rima from 1986. Yeah. Never even heard of Quiet Cool before we did this, so it was a cool time to watch that one. Zom, how are you, sir? I'm fine. It's been, um, it started fucking getting like winter again. We had like a day or few of mild weather, and then it's cold again. I'm sick of it. We went to Going the mountains. We went into the mountains over the weekend, uh, and it was 70 degrees in the mountains nice. and sunny. And on the way home, uh, it got foggy and cloudy, and it was 38 before we got home. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. So it's been, it's been in the 30s and 40s. What do you want, dog? What do you want, dog? Junkyard dog coming on over here. He'd be the worst junkyard dog ever. He'd just run away. I did the worse zombie. than Sylvester Ritter. Yeah, I'd walk. I'd walk. Tor- I walked towards the dog this morning, doing like a zombie thing with my hands, like in claws, like. And he got scared and ran away. Yeah, uh, well, you know. <sighs> so yeah, horror hounds coming up. Uh, I am yeah. not going. I am uh, going out of town again myself, taking a little trip, doing some. Uh, Shopping and some fucking and so, oh, I mean uh, that's how you stay married. You don't go to horror hound. You spend time with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> the uh, um, man, I'm hungry. Um, yeah, so I worked three long days this week. Getting ready to go out of town for another four. <laughs> three long days. Yeah. And I remember when you were working, like uh, you know what. 20 days straight or something like <laughs> yeah. that every day of the week at one time i worked over 120 straight days it was pretty brutal yeah i haven't done that in a while fuck uh, that since shit then, since then i haven't done that now you're a freeloader on the obama big obama freeloader <laughs> you know and um, entitlements I'm, a I, day um, obama. I'm entitled to some pussy i'm a democrat <laughs> since <laughs> my way muslim um, I saw, uh, <laughs> and I, I got to go see uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds this past weekend, and that shit was awesome. Oh my god! Let me tell you, I was expecting a, a quiet show. Now, 
Nick Cave's had a couple of Rocky type albums come out the last last couple years, but his music like, in, like when you say Rocky, like yes, that, that yeah. he, he just does that song over and over again, and it's <laughs> <laughs> just a different way of playing it. One time with piano, and it sings like this, and um, but he um. You know, in the the work that he's done in Lawless and uh, in uh, the Proposition, you know, he's it's he's moved to almost a more quiet type music. So I was kind of expecting. I was almost thinking it might be even be a sit down show with like a piano or something. That dude, he's fucking fifty five years old. He was sweating, running back and forth on stage. It was awesome, like great, great show. If anybody gets a chance to see Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds live, I highly recommend it if you like the music at all because it is a great, great live show. So. Um, Zom, what yes. have you been watching this week? Well, let's see. I watched, um, where's that movie at? I got it sitting right over here underneath a bunch of fucking Blu-rays. Um, Lucino Visconti's The Damned. He was born to become the second most powerful man in Nazi Germany. Okay, this is a goddamn awesome fucking movie. Uh, I recommend it. Hopefully, we will be able to review it. It is um, fucking fantastic. It stars Dirk Bogard, Ingrid Thulin, and introducing Helmut Berger. Uh, It really is fucking awesome. I just – I cannot express to you, um, even though – it is um I would compare it to like the conformist or oh shit, I'm drawing a goddamn Army of Shadows. Mm-hmm. I'd compare it to like those two movies, except sleazy. And I'm not talking sleazy like in a shitty cheap sleazy way. I'm talking about there's some sleazy shit in this and it's still a fucking masterpiece. So I watched that. Uh I also watched uh, taking a complete, uh, what do you call it? Is that a 180 in the opposite direction? Yes. I think they call that a 180. Uh, <laughs> uh, this might be a 181. Um, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't in 3D, but it says Conan 3D. Um, this stars that dude um, from Bullet to the head or whatever that Stallone stinker was. But anyway, this, I can't believe, man, I watched this again. And I, I thought, God, I don't think I liked it better the second time. And I liked it the first time. Yeah. So there you go. And it has some fucking in it too. Um, yeah. And some tit. Yeah. You got some, you got some tit and it's got Bob Sapp in it too. And Rose McGowan's still kind of hot with a shaved head. Yeah, I'm not down with that shaved eyebrows and shaved head look, but you go wherever you want to go with that. <laughs> I watched a movie. Now we're going to do another 180 from Conan. We did a, we did a. We're okay, squealing we're, tires everywhere here. Y'all, we're squealing them around. The, well, no, 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 no. I, I had my thumb in the way. We didn't do a 180. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> we did a uh, straight down to the shitter. Red Dawn, the new one. <laughs> what a fucking. Heard. This thing was fucking horrible. Move on. This fucking thing was if I, I mean maybe if you're like 
a, a fucking like you're eight years old or something. This movie was a turd. Or a big and fan Thor, of MMA. Yeah, Thor was in it, and it was a turd. <laughs> and that guy Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who I like, he was he played the Powers Booth part. But still, it was did, shitty. Did you like it, the original? Yes. Yeah. It didn't have the. Um, it was just like all, mostly just all action. It, it didn't have like where they were, you know, developing, uh, you know, their relationship, and mm-hmm. you, you, so you would care about them. I just didn't give a fuck. Man, that was bad. Now we're going to one eighty. We're going to run a one eighty around to uh, Ang Lee's Life of Pi. Ooh, God, this was good. Yeah, what a fucking. I thought this was just awesome. And being that I am an animal lover and that it just seeing an animal struggle or Richard in pain Parker? or suffering. Huh? Like Richard Parker. Fuck man. Everything. I mean the orangutan, I even the how hyena. Much was CG. They've used hardly any tiger. Yes. Uh, the, um, when the tiger was in the water swimming, they used that was a real tiger. Right. You, you could. Th- there were several times where I was like, okay, that's a real tiger right there. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, uh, I mean, God, and and I li- I liked the message of the movie. Mm-hmm. I liked everything about it. I thought it was just it was beautiful to watch. Um, I would have. I don't know. I mean. I'm just thinking. I, I, you know, when I first um, heard about it, I didn't ever expect to watch it. Yeah. But you know, you guys, everybody gave it such good reviews. Plus, it, you know, won didn't it win the Oscar for uh, cinematography? Yeah. Oh my God, it was beautiful. Some of the shit in it was just like, just wow. I mean, it was just visually stunning. Okay, I watched Seven Psychopaths again. Yeah. Uh man, Sam Rockwell was fucking just hilarious. Yes, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, like chlamydia. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant like chlamydia. He was hilarious. It was just fucking uh, Christopher Walken was excellent. Um, this was another one. I think I liked it even better the second time. Cool. Okay, I watched Thirty for Thirty. Broke about a bunch of immature numbskull crybaby douchebags <laughs> who are were too stupid to realize that you know you can't spend every penny you have and you can't fuck a hundred women with no condom and come in their pussies because guess what? <laughs> They'll get pregnant. A whole bunch of them will get pregnant and you'll lose all your money. Now I'm sorry, I watched this. It didn't make me it didn't make me mad. I just watched it and I was like, you know, why make uh, am I supposed to feel sorry for these people because they were just stupid? <laughs> I mean, okay, they're like, well, you know, we, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, uh, they were just dumb and they deserve what they got. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I watched Hustling with Lee Remick and Joel Clayberg. This is on Netflix Instant, and I thought it was going to be a. Uh, you know, a, a, a feature film from like the theaters, but it was a um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, made-for-TV movie, but it was still all right. It was about uh, Joe or uh, Lee Remick is a reporter, and she's doing a report on uh, or like a story on uh, uh, late women prostitutes mm-hmm. in New York in like 1970, probably three. Uh, so you get to see a lot of the, you know, uh, New York, uh, 
it's like kind of a time capsule in the sleazy Times Square and all that shit. I watched Robert Altman's Popeye. <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. I've never seen it, and I really liked it. I swear to God, I didn't <laughs> I know watch it was, all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't know it was a mu- like it, it. It was like a musical. Had a lot of like musical numbers on it. Stuff. The the um, the costumes, the town, everything was just. It was just. I talk about another one that was kind of really fun to just what, see. You know the visuals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just great. It was really fun. <laughs> Sammy, fun fucker. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Dirk Bogart again in Victim. Uh, this is a really good one. This is another one that uh, I think uh, down the road we're, we uh, might do a blackmail uh, double, okay. tenuous link with. Uh, I was thinking 52 pickup, but we might find something else because I think GDTMC already did 52 pickup. What is but this it's, one called? Victim. Victim. It's very fucking good. It's fucking a classic. Uh, really good. And the story is very interesting. I watched uh, a Fass uh, Bender, um, another Dirk Bogart, uh, which this is the third one in a row because he was also in The Damned. Uh, one of the stars of The Damned uh, is a movie called Despair, and this is Rainer Werner Fassbinder. And if you've seen his movies uh, like uh, Quarrel and some other fucking movies he's done, you know that he has some weird uh, ideas. And uh, this movie take is is uh, you know yeah <laughs> it's it's it uh, definitely looks at things from a from a strange slant. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's good. It's fucking really good. I'd like to review that one too. It's really good. <laughs> one eighty. <laughs> I watch Star Trek Insurrection. <laughs> okay, I have never seen this. Um, I don't mind uh, Next Generation, the TV show. I watched it sometime. I was dating a girl, and actually, that was for some reason. I would be at her house like on Sunday night, and I don't – I mean we watched Star Trek Next Generation. I think it was the only thing that was on, and then we watched like 21 Jump Street uh, or something. <laughs> but anyway, this was bad. I mean, okay, it was like – it's a major motion picture, but it was – it had the feel and the quality of just the TV show. Mm-hmm. It was really – it's really seemed cheap and – and you know, like uh, you know, like I said, just a TV show, and it, it was it had a lot of silly stuff in it, which I guess they did have on the show, but they they later after this one, um, they kicked in a little bit more on on the budget and stuff like that, and uh, the, the stretchy face guys just didn't do anything for me, uh, and Worf having a pimple on his fucking nose, going through puberty and shit, that was just kind of all silly. Um, Invitation to a Gunfighter with Yul Brynner. I like Yul Brynner. He's a favorite of mine. And this also has George Siegel in it. Uh, and um, it's pretty good. <clears throat> Brynner for, you know, he's like the Van Damme of his time because every movie that he's in, like if it takes place in the Old West, they have to explain. Like even Magnificent Seven, uh, uh, you know, uh, they'd be like, oh, you crafty old Cajun. They have to explain why he fucking talks the way he does and looks the way he looks. Yes. Now, this one surprised me because there's something in it toward the end, a reveal. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not going to say what it is, but I was like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. And it was pretty uh, darn impressive for that time hmm. that it revealed what it did. But anyway, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, not your typical Western. Cool. I watched Bernie with Jack Black today. Uh, I started watching it yesterday, and then I think I finished it, uh, or I might have started watching it last night and fell asleep, not because it was bad, but because it was time to go to bed. Um, But I finished watching it. This was really good. I was fucking (laughs) pleasantly surprised. Uh, I liked – a lot of the people that were cast in this had to have just been locals. Yeah. And uh, they – because they looked like, you know, fat – redneck old people and just redneck people just people i mean i i spotted a couple people that i've seen in other movies but for the most part jack black shirley mclean and uh, matthew mcconaughey were the only ones that were you know somebody noticeable but it was really good i like how they did it and everything kind of documentary feel yeah. uh jack black i after watching this i'm glad that i'm not built like him <laughs> he's got the funniest build for a dude Jesus. Okay. Anyway, and I watched uh, this one. I got in the mail today. I uh, it's called um, the Last Grenade. And uh, everybody, I mean, if you've listened to the show before, I like or kind of like connoisseur of movies about mercenaries because I think they're interesting. But uh, never even fucking heard of this, and I thought it was just going to be this low budget piece of shit because Alex Cord is one of the stars and he made some, you know, low budget shit straight to VHS stuff and, you know, or drive in movies probably right. back then. But I mean, he made some good movies too, but, um, this had a hell of a cast. It had Richard Attenborough, Stanley Kramer, honor Blackman, who was in the uh, James Bond movies, uh, Rafer Johnson, who was like the goddamn world's greatest athlete. He was a triathlete or not a tri. Yeah. Uh, a decathlete, decathlete uh, in the Olympics, and he was also one of um, him and Rosie Greer were Bobby Kennedy's uh, bodyguards. And mm. when Kennedy got killed, it was really you know, horrible. Uh, but this is really fucking good. I was surpri- really fucking surprised. And one of the highlights of the movie is Alex Cord because he is a fucking nut, and it's really fucking good. So, and I don't know how readily available. Well, it's on DVD, so you know. I, I bought it for just a few bucks. Seek it out. It is entertaining. Uh, and the last thing I watched right before the shoe, when Lowe thought I was fell asleep, and <laughs> uh, is Sniper Reloaded. And uh, I've been – I actually kind of lost track of this because I almost bought it because I'm a fan of the Tom Berenger Sniper movies. Mm-hmm. This does not have Tom Berenger. Oh. He, it, it's, um, it, but it does have Billy Zane. Yeah. And Billy Zane isn't the main guy. The main guy is this young guy who plays uh, Tom Berenger, who was Sergeant Beckett. He plays his son. And then Billy Zane. But I will agree. I cannot remember for the life of me right now off the top of my head who said this on our group when I posted that I watched this. I was surprised at how good this was. It I I thought ah eh, you know because the, even the um the ones with Behringer they kind of eh, got a little predictable I mean there was like three of them but that that definitely the first one was the best one and you know like that but this one was really fucking good uh it wasn't lame and uh mm-hmm. for straight to DVD fuck I mean it's on Netflix instant it's worth a watch it's and Zane rules sweet and he's bald yeah. he does. 
and not like the whole shaved head thing. He's he's uh, he looks. I mean, honest to God, he's got a mustache and he's got like the 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 uh, horseshoe, you know, hair. Yeah, completely bald on top and everything. Natural, and he just for some reason he reminded me of Sean Connery, and I thought, God damn, you know, he kind of has a Sean Connery look. And Stanley Kramer in The Last Grenade. When I was watching that, I thought, you know what, Jesus Christ, Sean Connery could have played his part because he has a mustache too. But one thing about that is, okay, Stanley Kramer, who was in Zulu and uh, Sands of the Kalahari and all these other fucking movies, the Guns of Navarone, I never noticed this until I watched this movie. He cannot say his R's. <laughs> so if he says they ran away, he says they ran away. Oh, and it's subtle, but honest to God, for the first time I heard it, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Did he just say uh, uh, what a wuss <laughs> instead of what a rush or whatever?" <laughs> what a what, what, what a. And then after that, if you watch this and you know that you'll fucking it's it's worth it just to watch it and hear him not be able to say his R's every it's single time. Ruin it everywhere else. No, no, no! It makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I watched. Um, did I mention Kidnap Syndicate last week? I think I did. Um, uh, did you? I think I might have been eating when you were talking last week. Uh, if not, uh, I'm still doing the ABCs. This is the... Yeah, I did. James Mason. I said James Mason looked old as shit. Uh, yeah, no, I, said, I don't look old as shit. <laughs> um, so i still doing the ABCs thing. I didn't get too far into it this week, but um, I watched a Henry Silva movie from 1973 called... Insolent, the insolent, um, and that's really what they call him in the movie. It's kind of weird when the guys are like, well, "Why don't we ask the insolent?" I'm like, that sounds dumb. <laughs> it sounds dumb when you say it in English. And it's a pretty good movie. Um, he plays a he's escaped from prison and he's doing like a big gold heist thing, and um, he's the star. And it's cool, Daddy O. We'll have to save that one um, for silver movies. I mean, I remember when you posted that. But. Yep, pretty good. Cool, pretty good. Um, let's see. I watched. I just lost my list. Burr, 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 burr. Um, okay, so when we went out of town, I didn't obviously have movies with me, but I did have some time to sit in front of a giant TV and flip channels, uh, which I have not done in a while. I've not had cable for a few years, um, so it's kind of weird. But I fell asleep one night watching Turner Classic Movies, and I was like, <laughs> miss it. Um, I watched uh, <laughs> Little Big Man. Um, <laughs> On, uh, I think that was Saturday night. I forgot how good that was. I've not seen that movie since high school. We, I had a U.S. history teacher in high school that showed us Little Big Man and Blazing Saddles. We, we had a teacher that told us about Little Big Man too, because <laughs> he said, you know, like um, in regular westerns, they portray like all the Indians. You had the women and the children, but everybody else was a fierce warrior yeah but he said this movie showed like that you know there were gay indians and there yeah. were some indians that weren't like fighters and you know, <laughs> come lay on soft furs with me little big man he's like oh that's okay <laughs> yeah. this is a good but movie i forgot how awesome good it was movie. Yeah. well bill hickok was awesome in it too good he was like real nervous and shit yeah and his sister, his like butchy sister. It's when you shoot. That was good. Um, another one I watched on uh, G4. So it had commercials and it was edited. Um, I watched Death Race. The, Did you finally finished it? I finally finished it. So I came home and I found the end of it. Found the end of it. And 
<laughs> and the, the end that I watched was not edited. Uh, the pretty good movie. Paul W. S. Anderson directed. Um, Did you notice this, David Carradine at the beginning? Was that him in the Frankenstein mask? It was his voice because uh, he. Was, I, it sounded like his voice. I wasn't sure if it, I didn't know if it was just a dude doing the voice though. Yeah, they just used his. They actually used David Carradine's voice. Okay, so awesome. The um, yeah, it was a pretty fun movie. I mean, you know, the parts where they're not racing, I was like, all right, all right, come on. Um, poor fucker. And you kind of, even though it was hot, you kind of roll your eyes whenever women get out of cars or buses. It plays that stupid like "I'm sexy" song, and like the women are walking in slow motion. It was that, really dumb. that one knows how. It doesn't have nudity, really. No. They know how to show the tit. They got some jiggly, jiggly titties. Uh, um, it's a. It was. I was. I had fun with it. I liked it. Um, and there's a game. Uh, called Death Rally that totally reminds me of the, this version of Death Race, and it's it's a lot of fun. They used to have it on PC back in the day. They have it on the iPad now. Basically, pretty much, you just drive around the track, and you have to run over certain things to get ammo for your guns and shoot. And I mean, it's kind of like this movie too. So, uh, let's see. I watched, uh, and I will preface it as always by saying I'm not a James Bond guy, but another day uh, for yours eyes only came on. And um, until this year, I had no idea that the song For Your Eyes Only was the James Bond song for the movie. Oh, my God. You do want to edit that out? No, no, no. Well, like I said, (laughs) I never watched James Bond movies. But growing up, my mom uh, worked at an arts and crafts store. And I would always go there in the summers and kind of hang out in the back. They played this easy listening station, and that song would be played all the time. And so I knew the for years and years I knew this song and when I finally found out this year I was like holy shit it's for that movie. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It got on my nerves while watching the movie that whenever like it would even be like the instrumental version like he'd be talking to what's her face and you'd hear you'd hear it dee, 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 yeah. dee, dee, in the background. I I like that chick, the Greek chick with the real long yeah, straight black she was hair. Cute. She should I mean I know it's way past the time and she would be too old now but when i think of like the character electra from marvel comics that's what she should look like she should not look like jennifer garner (laughs) and i just farted just because i jennifer garner in that role fucking makes me fart this uh while i was watching it i became very aware that it would have really it's one of those movies that you watch like god damn it would have sucked to be a stunt man on this <laughs> when the when the motherfucker was skiing down the luge that was horrifying i was like that guy was a crazy man um, flying. yeah and then um and the motorcycle down the luge was pretty crazy too I don't know. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's it's a James Bond movie. It's crazy, baby. You know, James it, Bond. It, he's crazy. Did you hear this week? Tommy <laughs> Wildfire Rich announced his retirement from professional wrestling. Did he really? Jesus, I thought he would have yeah, retired like thirty he years ago. Quit and go lose some weight and get some teeth put in because he don't have no teeth because of Obama. <laughs> uh, that mother runs to hold my teeth. Um. The um, Southern board, Southern bread, Tommy Wildfire Ridge, baby. Yeah, we're retired. <laughs> Take off and go down a horror hound weekend. They fucked us. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. But I'm just going to say, horror hound weekend is uh, fucking Karen Black, Michael Parks, and fucking Virginia Madsen all, all canceled. Gentle, Suck a dick. I just wanted to get my picture with her and smell. Like her, smell what she smelled like, <laughs> and this is that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Uh, for your eyes only, almost lost me when James Bond fought four guys on the hockey rink. I was just like, oh, okay. And then he when he'd like, pretty old too. Yeah, and he'd punch him, and they'd go in the goal, and the fucking horn would blow. It's like that's dumb. Um, let's see. And then the only You're thing not else, used to things going in the goal when you watch hockey. No, nah. <laughs> fucking shit. What is wrong? Like the fucking the Hurricanes, they <laughs> they'll win like six fucking games in a row, and then all of a sudden they're like, man, I'm done this for a little team won six in a row. My team ain't even gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> you know, they it's funny. Cock. We, we were trying, we were speculating at work what was going on, and we're like, maybe they get like, maybe their their steroid cycle is like ten days, and it only lasts for like six. So <laughs> they're like the Red Hulk. When they get overheated, they lose power. <laughs> that must be it. Uh, the only other movie I watched was, uh, and this is, my, my week just fizzled out, um, Magnificent Daredevil. I finally went back, I, when I got home, I didn't really have a chance to watch much of anything, but besides the movies for the show, and um, this is the letter M, but Magnificent Daredevil, this is a, a Giuliano Gemma uh, yeah. movie. He's a F1 driver, but he's kind of like framed for a murder, and it's, honestly, it's pretty hard to follow because it's not very good. Um, there's barely barely any race car driving in it at all, which I was disappointed with, and eh, it was it was kind of boring. Don't waste your time, and that was it. Um, I'll have to start I with the letter in. I started watching when, when you posted a uh, picture of John Philip Law. I was gonna, mm-hmm. I was starting to watch. Um, what's his name? It's it's called like um, uh, I can't remember the name of it now. That's it's a weird name. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to pronounce. It was an Indonesian movie, and I totally forgot that he was in it. Then I realized after I started it, when a motorcycle jumps over a Suzuki Samurai, I was like, "Holy shit, I've seen this." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll have to no no something for heroes or something. Yeah, I have to look up the name of it. it but I've seen it before. No it's, cock. No cock for heroes. No cock for heroes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cool. Um, let's no take anal a, gabe for heroes. Let's, let's take a break. And uh, do you have a preference which movie we do first? Yes. All right. We'll do that one when we come right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Did you know that Asian people prefer being called Orientals? Did you know that Ching Chong, Ting Tong is a respectful salutation in all Asian cultures? Did you know that paper cuts can cause massive arterial sprays in Orientals? No? Well, then you should listen to Podcast Without Honor and Humanity, the internet's fourth best Asian film podcast. Every week, your host, Jake McLarchuge, will cover two Asian films that can range from the obscure to the notorious, from a Sunny Chiba werewolf film to a splattergore atrocity, from Category 3 to the Korean New Wave and beyond. Tune in at the website, podcastwithouthonorandhumanity.libsyn.com. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. Or you can just search Podcast Without Honor and Humanity in iTunes. So give Podcast Without Honor and Humanity a shot and get cultured. Flawless victory.
What they actually play this at the games, yeah. yeah. It is kind of cool when the when the um, the Hurricanes score a goal. I don't know if they still do it. I haven't been to a game in a couple of years, but the um, on the jumbotron, they Ric Flair comes up, but he's wearing a jersey. And he says, "That's another yeah. Carolina Hurricanes goal." Woo! Woo! They ought to play uh, the fucking Bob Dylan song, Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first movie of the day. I guess I should fade out the music, be a little more stylish here. Let me try that again. Oops, sorry, Jake. We'll perf- a little go. bit of Apple shit in my fucking... We'll, we'll make it sound a little professional. All right, first movie of the day. <laughs> oh, the prof- oh, professional. Uh, we're going to do Snake Eater from 1989. We didn't decide who's going to take the lead, so... I'll I- take the lead. All right. Um, the Snake Eater. Does that Eater. mean I go second? That means you go first. The I'll s- take the lead. Okay. The Snake Eaters gaw, 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 are in the lead division of the Marines. <laughs> I never thought of that. Specially trained for search and destroy missions. Lama sucking Larry Zonka's Fucking asshole pissing in the cup. Uh, this action or chronicles the exploits of one of them who has become a cop. Known as a tough loner, he returns to find the band of backwoods bad guys who killed his parents and abducted his sister. Written by Omas. Omas. <laughs> um, this movie stars Lorenzo Lamas and his uh, hairy boobies um, and a bunch of other motherfuckers that suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you feel? <laughs> No, I, 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 I'm okay with this movie. I, I, I like this movie fine, but the people in it are pretty fucking bad. I, uh, I was just looking at a review, and a guy wrote, um, uh, Lorenzo Lama stars as Jack Solider Kelly. What? It's supposed to be Soldier. Solider. <laughs> Solider. <laughs> uh, nice. what but they, that's all they, right. Do they actually say his name in the movie? Well, I only remember people calling him Soldier. I only remember call, people calling him Soldier. Yes, kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> kumbaya. Tagline, to him, America's just another jungle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Obama got in office. Whoa, anyway. that's racist. Um, so. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Maybe the way you took it, because you're from the South. That's true. Um, so uh, what did you think of Snake Eater? Had you seen Snake Eater before? I have seen Snake Eater. All right, we both, both a revisit for both of us. And I love Snake Eater. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking watched this one. Okay, no, I'm not going to say that because it'll tell you other stuff. Okay, <clears throat> I watched this. Serious, and serious I, podcasters. Yes, <laughs> flawless victory. Um, <laughs> anyway, I watched Snake Eater, and okay, now. This will tell you something that I think I get a bad rap for, and that is that I don't like shitty movies or movies that are so bad they're good. 
I fucking think this movie is hilarious <laughs> because it doesn't. I it, first of all, it is it does not take itself seriously. Yeah. Um, what? kills cars on car. What? I wrote something and I don't even know what the fuck that means. Chrome head uh. kills cars on car. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's a that's graffiti somebody had written on a wall oh. in this shithole place cuz at the very beginning soldier who is Lamas is an undercover cop, see. And he is in this really, you know, condemned shitty building with mm-hmm. a an old piece of fucking furniture like a chair and he's sitting and it's all dirty and he's 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 trying to be cool but it's really stupid singing, like because, of all the songs to sing yeah. did they just not be were they not able to get the rights to anything is that why he had to sing like he's singing kumbaya he might as well have just been singing fucking happy birthday yeah but that's 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 one of the things like you know kumbaya, it's kumbaya my lord kumbaya <laughs> and and he's got like these big aviator glasses on like and it's almost like he's fucking high or something i don't know but anyway uh i was trying to read the graffiti on the walls and one says chrome head chrome head kills cars uh which it was stupid i, I mean you know sometimes they write graffiti and in movies and it's really dumb okay now uh soldier is being backed up by Larry Zonka, who was like this beast of a fucking running back for the Miami Dolphins when they won two Super Bowls back to back and were the only undefeated, still the only undefeated yeah. football team in NFL history and pro football. And man, he was a fucking beast. He destroyed fucking people. And when they tried to tackle him he'd run he'd swing his arms when he run and these guys these defensive backs and shit would come up and try and tackle him and he would th- hit him with his fucking forearms and elbows i remember how big is I he have a, huh how big is he they said when he was i know he he went to the world football league which pretty much him and mercury morris and jim kick went to the world football league which was this fledgling league like the xfl that vince mcmahon started and um, that kind of killed the Dolphins. Their, um, uh, what do you call it? Their, uh, they could have been uh, like a, not a franchise, but you know, dynasty. The, the, not a dynasty. So anyway, but when he came back, he came back and played for the New York Giants. And I swear to God, I thought somebody said that he was like two hundred at that time, like two hundred and fifty or sixty pounds. And then with all the pads on. He, he probably weighed <laughs> 300 fucking pounds. He was a beast. And he, when he played for the Dolphins, I mean, he was big, but he, he was not fat. He had like a small waist and everything. And um, him and, and Jim. This one, he did not have a small waist. No, he, he got fat when he got older. He, he, there for a while, he was doing this outdoor show where he'd go fishing mm-hmm. all the time. And he's fat. He's big, but he's still like just big. And he's got the, his, he was legendary for having this broken nose. Uh, and if you watch the movie, his nose is almost like a goddamn uh, – it's it's just so crooked. It comes one way, and then it just goes all the way back to the other side. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Larry Zonka and this little ball-headed uh, kind of creepy, ugly guy are chrome his – Chrome head. Yes, yeah, that's stakeout. chrome head. And, and Zonka is not a good actor. Oh, God. But it's funny. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious watching him – 
He's a fucking asshole, hand. And this poor like man, homeless God. man with the sh- with it's the DT movie. shakes that comes up <laughs> eating Sarah coffee. Said, what? You, you take it personally, like he actually did that. That oh, was no. Weird. Come on, he's what a jerk. That that what character. Really, I was like, well, why did they even put that in there? That's not funny. Is it Lieutenant or Captain Boulder? So he might have been related to Eddie the Boulder uh, Hogan and Hulk Terry the Boulder. <laughs> Terry Boulder. Terry Boulder, yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, but it's funny because they're wired. Lamas is wired, and he's saying all this stupid shit. And <laughs> Saul gets down in the car, and he's just fucking rolling his eyes and stuff. But it's so horrible how you know because he's he's just bad. Anyway, okay. So this really hot chick shows mm-hmm. up, and she kind of looks like Ray Don Chong, except I think better looking. But it was weird. Now, I don't know if this was real. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yes. Or not real? She tells Soldier Lamas uh, to take off all his clothes because she wants to see if he's wired. Well, first of all, he's acting like he's on drugs. And he's like, uh, uh, like, how do I know you're not a cop? I haven't done any blow in weeks and all this and that. Well, so they he says, how do I know you're not a cop? I'll take mine off. You take yours off. She starts taking off all her clothes. And she had a pretty nice body. She she didn't have big boobs. But she had weird titties. She had weird titties. They were small, but they were perfectly round. Like, like Muppet eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> they pointed straight ahead. Yeah, it was, it was kind of odd. And they were kind of close together in the middle of her chest. But she had like a fucking <laughs> scar. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, fucking, she had a scar from her damn neck to, almost to her belly button. Yeah, almost to her. That was, I don't know if that was real or not. I don't know. That's what I was going to say. I'm not even sure. This director, uh, this director of this movie, George Erschbomber, um, he not only directed this, he also directed Snake Eater 2 and 3. <laughs> Yes, this was a franchise. I did not know that, but I'm going to watch the other. Oh, ones. I have all three. If you want to borrow what? the other two, borrow <laughs> the other two. He um, and amazingly, this one and part two apparently saw some theater time because only the third one was straight to video. Yes. <laughs> um, now, where were the, those fucking theaters? <laughs> you have <laughs> probably around here. Uh, <laughs> you have a bad guy that it's like the classic 80s bad guy that has to wear the fucking and this is almost 1990 when this was made. <laughs> yeah. and he has the, the all white suit like a like a <laughs> like fucking the, like the rainmaker in that fucking yeah, in that one uh, Indonesian movie. So, yeah. And let's see. Um now there was another henchman that came in when the girl was in there. Now Lamas gets completely naked. Uh and he's he's very he's sweaty and hairy. Which reminds me of another sweaty and hairy guy that just passed away, which was Harry Reams, who was in Deep Throat and also in the band movie, Those Young Girls, which was Ginger Lynn and Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords was 15. Harry Reams fucked her in that movie. And he ended up going to jail. But anyway, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> Fuck him. Lamas takes – they take every opportunity for Lamas to have his shirt off, yes. big belt buckle. Stonewashed jeans and the hair and the sweat. He's but there so was, fucking sweaty. Yeah. There's a henchman that comes in with the guy in the white suit. And I kept thinking that he was like probably another like a football player from the Dolphins or something because he just was really stout and big. But he was bald headed and he had like a, I don't know, pork pie hat or whatever you want to call it and a goatee. He had a, he had a handlebar mustache. Yeah, he had the handlebar mustache with the You know the what's goat. crazy? I, wonder, I don't know if Cody did this on purpose, 
both of these movies have henchmen with handlebar mustaches. And I was just saying, I was like, you don't see handlebar mustaches in movies, in action movies, but we fucking get two in a row. <laughs> I have a, a henchman with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's see. Um, there's another graffiti thing on the wall. It was a big heart, and in the middle it said Sally plus everyone. So apparently <laughs> Sally was like the like the dick. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, now, after Lamas takes all his clothes off and she takes all her clothes off, they're going to fuck. And the bad guys come in. So then somehow mysteriously, they come in, have the guns on and everything. Lamas has his pants on again. I didn't see him grab his pants, put them on. But not only does he have his pants on, but he has his pants and his shoes on. He's fully dressed. Now, Lamas is a snake eater. So I guess I, what they, now they say he's like a Marine. Some Yeah, it's former special forces. We'll just say yeah, that. I think, yeah, I, have, I think half the movies we review on the show are former special forces. Sure. Uh, that's like a fucking precious. <laughs> she was Black Ops. Oh, a snake eater and everything else. She eater. was a snake eater. She ate everything else, too. Anyway, um, now the fu- there was a funny a funny <laughs> line in this where uh, after Lamas, very, I mean it's very cheesy because they were going for like the Rambo thing where he's like a special forces guy and he knows to set up all these booby traps and shit. Which it was kind of it was it was just cheesy how he did it because there's no fucking way that he could do all that shit that he had set up. But after all that goes down, um, somebody says to him, says, uh, you know. Wait a minute! You were completely naked, and you were wired. Where did you hide your wire? And he fucking smacks his own ass, and, and just like walks out. And the guy's like, "Well, oh my god!" Like he had this fucking thing up his asshole, which he did. Yeah. But anyway, but it was still funny. You think I'm gonna hide a wire in my underwear, honey? It looks like you got the whole radio station in there. Yeah, he probably had a big boner too. He was probably like pissed when they fucking came in. You know, he's wanted to get it on. Uh, she looked pretty good, though. I will say she looked all right. She just had that strange. Maybe, maybe that was an early breast implant botch. No, how to go in and put them in, so they just cut the middle of her. Shell. That was when they used to have to fucking get in up to their waist before they put them in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, baby. Uh, this is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt, bitch. And if they did, they didn't put very big ones in. That's for sure. No, they didn't. They gave uh, up. Yeah, she, those were like. They're like, you know what? They kind of look like the eyeballs of that eagle in the Muppet Show. Let's just leave them like that. Yeah, it looked like she had two hockey pucks underneath her fucking skin. <laughs> anyway, um, this one dude. Um, Jesus Christ! I was just fucking like, what? What the fuck's this? I forgot this was actually this movie. Um, now this sort of has a deliverance sort of feel because then you go to mm. these people that's almost like a Cape Fear kind of a thing where they're on this pontoon boat going up this river and and just you know a, l- a little family and you're like what the fuck you know this little family husband wife and a and a pretty hot daughter um, and um, th- these these rednecks uh, sneak aboard the boat. And and uh, do some stuff. And the funny thing was, though, there's this the the the, the one redneck who who is the um, uh, Bill McKinney, uh, the main redneck. Um, it's not Bill McKinney, but Bill McKinney from Deliverance. He's kind of the the. Yeah, the yeah. <gasps> well, that was a hiccup. Main guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking. He's got the dad, and he's got him down. And there were several times where I thought the dad was going to get fucked by either Junior. Who was the main bad guy? Real kind of, he kind of has curly uh, a perm, but he he wears like suspenders and a white beard. He was that can't, that can't be right. But 
I think they have the. Uh, it says the guy that played Junior says he was born in 1921. No. Hell, how the hell could he have been born in 1921? This was almost 1990. That would have made him 70 fucking years. Because there's a guy, okay, Robert Scott, 1921 to 2006, and he was in four movies, including this one. Well, he looked to be the same age as Lorenzo. No, he looked like he was in his 30s. This motherfucker, there's no way this motherfucker was 60 something. I don't think he's 84. That has to be an, a That's mistake. Not, that's <laughs> fucked up. Anyway, he sticks. You know. Okay. Now, the dad was probably glad that he didn't get like a big, dirty redneck cock in his mouth. But they stuck a trout in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like that was to, pretty to funny. Shut him up. Okay. And then what? My note says this is hilarious. Okay. Now. <laughs> oh, and, and Junior kept saying. Ah, uh, let me introduce you to my warm and friendly neighbor. And he'd be like talking about his dick. He was going to introduce him to his <laughs> dick. And he said the one time he goes, Junior's going to introduce you to little Junior. And so he had Junior and Junior, but Junior, the second Junior was his cock. He was but so every bad. time he threatened to fuck, molest, or rape the girl and you get a big buildup for it, because, you know, I'm kind of thinking this chick's hot. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing her, you know, get naked or whatever. He, he, he doesn't go through. So I don't know if Junior – it seems to me like Junior was all talk. Yeah. And at one time he menaced her with an eel. And he – but see, I think I, – I think that Junior couldn't get it up. So he would have like an eel instead of his dick. Or he'd go in and like be like, hey, you mind. But then he wouldn't do anything. Now, if you – are uh, if you are kidnapped by rednecks and you're a chick and you're good looking, mm-hmm. and one of the rednecks who is like more retarded than the other ones comes in and says, "We ain't got no uh, fancy shower, but if you want to clean yourself up, here's some water." Don't fucking take the water and pour it over your head so your white t-shirt is completely see-through. That's just, that was so dumb. I was like, oh, but that made it funny because I was like, how stupid. She's got these guys that she knows are obviously want to rape the fucking shit out of her. And she, so, didn't, she didn't even hesitate. That's like the first thing she did was fucking just... Oh, I'll get my hair all wet. And they're, they're, you can see her tits through her shirt, which is awesome. It looked really good. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Wow. She's got hair and everything. <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was a pretty good line. Like, wait a minute, who the fuck's calling me? <laughs> God damn it! I guarantee you they won't say anything. Anyway, uh, Lamas. Um, he, I remember him like on the movie Re- or the TV show Renegade. Mm-hmm. He was always riding a Harley. So I mean, he must like motorcycles. And I have a feeling like because Zonka was in this. And the locations, plus I think Lamas uh, is lives like lived in like Florida or something. That this all took place in Florida. There was like a big Florida thing there, and uh, it was filmed in Canada. Was it? Yeah, I looked it up. This is crazy. Well, fuck, I'm wrong. Anyway, <laughs> it's because it's so much cheaper up there, you yes. know. Um, 
but Lamas is riding a Harley and uh, he he it was funny because they have this one scene where they're they're showing how he's just supposed to be super cool and his entrance into the bar was very ridiculous <laughs> where very he funny. wrecks his Harley and goes flying through the air does a somersault through a table and and the girl <laughs> the, the barmaids had like Daisy Duke shorts on but they weren't like really super hot no but they had nice titties <laughs> um, had like a little bit of a gunt. Um, oh. Not a bad one, but she was all right. Um, let's see. Like Jack Black and yeah, oh god, and Bernie. Um, let's see. Well, she's got hair and everything. I, I haven't heard anybody say brewskis in a long time, and it was very unconvincing when uh, Lamas said, uh, you know, something about you know, I'll have some brewskis. Oh, Bruce, that's a, such a dumb word. It's stupid. Uh, now he he shows. Now I will say this: I watched a couple clips of him on YouTube in some other movies, and that fucker he was doing some karate kicks that were like Van Damish. I mean, so he must know some karate. I saw another one with him in it. Um, I'm gonna have to dig a little bit and figure out what it is. Um, and yeah, he did a lot of martial arts in it. Like he actually fought. Like he there was actually like fight scenes in a fucking dojo and shit in it. I think like on Falcon Crest, he was on Falcon Crest, and they they would show him doing some karate and stuff. But in this one, he he's just more of a brawler. He really doesn't do that much karate. And uh, there was one scene where this little dude who looked like Ronnie, a cross between Ronnie James Dio. And uh, I don't know who – he was real short or like the wrestler Pat Tanaka and Ronnie James Dio. He had long hair. I don't think he was – he didn't look like he was Asian, but he just starts fucking going into this, you know, Wah! like he and look at the mic. <laughs> he looked stupid. And Lama starts throwing beer bottles at him, and he just smashes the beer bottles. But then when Lamas Lamas threw a fucking beer bottle at him in the balls with the beer bottle. <laughs> that was really funny. That, that fight was really silly because it was like – the fucking like uh, – what did I say about it? The uh, I said two bottles over the head. The uh, the two bottles over the head didn't phase him at all. Yeah. But then like he does this like half-assed bonk on the head with a pizza pan, which turns yeah. the fight around completely. <laughs> it reminds me of WCW. I think uh, somebody hit like fucking Booker T with a bag of a big giant bag of popcorn, and he sold it. He like fucking <laughs> did a, a bump. Uh, but now that's the same thing in this one. Now that's what I'm saying. Th- this one's funny because it it it's, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's doing funny shit like that. Oh, he makes like, this horrible face when he pulls the dude's tooth out, like yeah, like, <laughs> the horrible act of like. Bleh. And that dude, he hit in the bottle, hit in the dick with the beer bottle. I thought he looked like I said, is that Kung Fu Jimmy Garvin? <laughs> Jimmy get like Jimmy, Gar- Jimmy Jam, and that goes, that goes right around to our free birthday. Jimmy Jam was always. They said that he was considered uh, not. Not on wrestling, but like when they would go to the bars, he was known as the fourth Freebird because he was good friends with all these guys. Anyway, well, they made but him Jimmy, a Freebird after a while. Jimmy Jam, that was funny as shit. But he fucking uh, <laughs> him with that beer. He threw one beer bottle up in the air. When the guy was waiting for it to come down, he just drilled him in the nuts with a beer bottle. <laughs> now, now speaking of like, let's like said Booker T taking a bump when he fucking got hit by the bag of popcorn. <laughs> Llamas fights these three like those rednecks. And one of them takes a board and hits him with it and, like, breaks it over his back. But he just totally no-sells it. <laughs> but then Lamas gets knocked out by a fucking empty plastic red jerry can that was hot. You know, there's nothing in it. It was just, like, funk. And he, he went got, down. He got knocked out hard enough to where he didn't know what day it was when he yeah. woke up. He went down like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. 
That's funny. Uh, <laughs> he says, I'm going to take a nap. Wake me up in five minutes. I just I was like, really? That's a nap? <laughs> he woke up like a day later. But that was funny. He goes, I'm going to take a nap. Wake me up in five minutes. Uh, <laughs> when Kit went, okay, well, I already said about the hillbillies in the water. Um, now, there's a dude <laughs> in this named King. And he kind of, I don't know who the fuck he looked like. He looked like uh, this old wrestler, Killer Brooks or something, because he, Lama, um, he, like King is an introduction to Lamas's love interest. Yeah. And wasn't she, was she King's daughter? Uh, King was the old man. I I couldn't tell. I think so. (laughs) I'm not sure. King was not much help no. when he fucking uh, rode his goddamn motorcycle to help Lamas and just rode it and fucking jumped it. And you know, fucking <laughs> 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 just <laughs> boom, flies out of the flies through the air. Damn thing and fucking just goes right into. Uh, 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 you thought, okay, he t- he tells Lamas, he goes, oh, you like Harleys? No, I got a Harley in there and all this big big buildup. Now King, I just looked this up, is Ronnie Hawkins. Who was in this musical group called Ronnie, or the, it was Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks. And the Hawks, his backup band were the, the band, Bob Dylan's next, or would become Bob Dylan's backup band that were named The Band with Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm. Oh, wow. And if you watch The Last Waltz, which was a Martin Scorsese documentary about mm-hmm. the band's last concert. They have Ronnie Hawkins on there singing, (laughs) and I did not know that was Ronnie Hawkins. That's funny. So anyway, uh, but he's not much help because all he does is just drive his motorcycle into the fucking lake. (laughs) Uh, Yeehaw! And so anyway, um, let's see. I have no idea what fucking movie that was that I'm thinking of. I'm all the way to 97. I have no idea. I, I don't know why. They felt the need, why King felt the need to take Lamas' motorcycle and turn it into a ski doo. So, so pointless, a fucking jet ski. A it was like a jet make, ski. makeshift ski doo. He just took his motorcycle, took the wheels off, and stuck it in a boat. So, <laughs> and they had all their other boats there. I mean, he could have just, he's like, I know soldier will like this. And I was like, listen, motherfucker, if I would have come out and they would have stripped my motorcycle down and made a boat out of it, I think I'd have been pissed. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Jay or Junior. Uh, the main bad guy, he's sort of like Mo to the Three Stooges. There's one time where he grabs one uh, redneck in a headlock, and while he has him in a headlock, he doesn't even look, and he slaps the other one behind him in the face, which is kind of like a Three Stooges, Three Stooges <laughs> Mo kind of a thing. Um, now, there's a, a, a Oh, one- it was Bounty Tracker. Bounty tracker. Bounty tracker with fucking uh, Matthias Hughes, that German dude with the long blonde hair. Yes. Yeah, that's a pretty good right, movie. Was he the one that was in uh, I Come in Peace? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bounty yeah. tracker, I found it. 1993. Okay. That movie sucks. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they capture Lamas and and now the the chick who. Became, it was like I think it was King's daughter. She ends up helping him. She's kind of a hard ass, kind of like a tomboy chick. Mm-hmm. She was a little hard looking. She she was she was one of those ones that was like balancing the line between maybe being good looking, but maybe being kind of kind of mannish. Yeah. Not mannish. I don't know how to say it, but Ooh, she had some wet t shirt too. Yeah, and she had some sexy legs when the guy yeah, was trying yeah, yeah. to like. 
I mean, I fucked her. Rape her while she was stuck in the sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they uh, yeah, they, 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 they get, get, <laughs> they get llamas and the chick, and they tie them up in uh in fucking sleeping bags and decide to hang them from a tree, and then just they're like, well, you the you little sweat, this heat's gonna sweat all that sass out of me. Junior talked really funny. He was like, oh god, he was so awful. Uh, get you, and I'm gonna take this eel and show it up your pussy. And it was just bad, but it was good because he was bad. Uh, more wet T-shirts, so they knew to throw that in there. That yeah. was a given, you know. It was, it was, it made it worth watching. Um, let's see. Now, I was surprised by uh, a character getting killed in this. It, I didn't expect yeah. it to happen. I thought it was going to be more like the Wilford Brimley in Hard and Hard. And what a weird death! Yeah, <laughs> why, why, why hide it the way they did? What was the point? Like, did it really matter at that point? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, gonna eh, make him think that the black bear got him. Yeah, I mean, come that on. was goofy. That was stupid. Um, which I won't say what that was. Uh, but they keep talking about this black bear and black bears mauling people and shit. Now, Junior does go in. And like I said, I don't think his dick worked because he – the other rednecks wanted to fuck her, the sister, and wanted to fuck um, – what was the girl's name? Kid. Her name was just Kid. The or the Kid. Girl. That was stupid. Um, but they were – they had boners and they were ready, willing, and able to, to fuck that puss. But Junior would stop him. He's like, hey, you belong to me. She's mine. But then he wouldn't fuck him. He did go in and grab Sissy's uh, ass and titties, but then he just stopped. And then there's this girl who hangs out with the rednecks, and I thought that was their sister. But then it could have been. And I think it was, but Junior says, and it still could have been because Junior says uh, that he's going to breed the one girl. He says, maybe we can, uh, we're going to breed her because. The one that I thought was his sister, he said that she could – they tried to breed her, but she couldn't get pregnant. So he was trying to fuck her. And even if <laughs> it was supposed to be his sister, in my mind it was because I think that would make it funnier. Uh, and she was ugly as shit, man. She was – ooh, she looked like she could have been in Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. <laughs> um, there's one scene where – Lamas has to do kind of his special forces montage where he's going to go get revenge and set up booby traps and stuff. But he takes the time to stop, take out his big Rambo knife, <laughs> and shave. Dry shave with a Rambo knife. Yes, it was stupid. And he's still at 5 o'clock shit. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He fucking rubbed a knife over his stubble. Yeah, it was leaving, leaving the stubble exactly like it was when he started. Yeah. He just was. He was. I think what he was doing was just scraping the cheese off his face. <laughs> um, Jesse, okay, Jesse was the one guy that was even more retarded than the other rednecks, and he had this really weird uh, haircut. Like it looked like somebody took clippers and like cut big slashes. Yeah. And he had Coke bottle glasses. Now he wanted to fuck uh, what's her name several times, and he even was. Uh, outside the shack when she poured water and teased him with her tits and he started he took his he squatted down and took his pants down and started beating his meat uh, <laughs> and then there there was like the, somebody said uh, you know you stay out of that shed and you leave her alone well you know i think 
who got hit in the head with the fucking shovel? Uh, did, didn't he? Yeah, and uh, and he he got hit in the head with the shovel. Um, now, I'm trying to think who the fight was. It had to have been. I think it had to have been Junior and Soldier, who was Lamas. But I actually put a note down that said that that it was that there was a pretty good fight scene. Yeah, that was the two of them. I think that was those two at the end, uh, toward the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Zonka, I kept thinking. I was like, you know, fuck. I hope they show some more of Zonka because <laughs> I like Zonka. I like it, he's one of these guys. Like if you ever see him interviewed or anything, he's pretty funny. He's got like a good sense of humor and and has you know like makes fun of himself and you know Shula and all these other guys. Right? And um, so I was sitting there. I was like, man, I hope they show Zonka again because I'd like to see some of, more of his horrible acting. <laughs> now, when Zonka was really famous, um. He was on TV several. He was on TV a lot, like getting interviewed and on, um, um, like they'd be like on the dinosaurs, like that. Right. He was also on the Six Million Dollar Man, where he showed off his acting skills, and a couple of TV shows. And then he was in this, and then he never acted again. So he's only in like three or four things, and I know why. It's because he wasn't oh, a good actor. Yeah. yeah, but he was funny. So anyway. Um, you you killed this one for me because I thought it was fucking funny, and it might the 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 movie that I watched it was cut fuck like the editing was fucked up because it came in right with um, Zonka's partner going oh uh, chief or captain or whatever, but you didn't see. They didn't have the setup that Zonka was pissing in a styrofoam cup. Well, that was at the beginning of the movie he did it. He did it twice. Okay. I'm, how the hell did I miss that then? But a bum comes by, and he goes, hey, man, you got a quarter for some, uh, so I can get a cup of coffee? And Zonka says, here, just take mine, and hands him a cup that he just pissed in. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to get me again, or you got me before with that. And you think, okay, he's not going to drink the piss. And he goes, I brought my own sugar this time. And so he's going to laugh like idiots. Which I thought was fucking funny. Uh, Jerks. Man, okay, now when I they this is a one of the movie like a, in the you know older movies they show the credits at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and I saw a name in the credits and I was like I know who the fuck that is. Can we say who it is? Do you know who it was? I don't know who it was. Okay, did you watch Welcome Back, Cotter? Not a lot. Okay, the TV show Welcome Back, Cotter, which basically launched the career of John Travolta. He played Barbarino yeah. on Welcome Back. Gabe Kaplan was Cotter. The the <gasps> Hogs were the the like the group of guys the idiots that were in Cotter's class, yeah. and one of the sweat hogs was Ron Palillo, who played Horshack. Okay, and, yeah, and when they were in class, and they'd be like, you know, Cotter would be like, uh, uh, who knows the answer to this question, and Horshack would be like, ooh 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 ooh, and he'd act so stupid, and he'd be like, oh, Mr. Cotter. So anyway, it said in the credits, Ron Palillo. Then I completely forgot about it because I was enjoying this movie so goddamn much and laughing <laughs> that I was I got to the end and I was like, wait a minute, where the fuck was Horshack? <laughs> Just tag on this ending. I guess it it had its place because it kind of tied it together where they were on a uh, soldier. Oh, was that who that was? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're Hors- just kind of they're well. I I think that's they're probably keeping the character fresh so they can they, maybe they even knew they were doing a sequel and it was funny it was just like a comedy so it was pretty funny it was the stupidest trap that he made ever yeah <laughs> like, that, was, that was bad because the thing wasn't even going by you know and the fucking candle was like two feet away he couldn't blow it out 
Well, anyway, so that was um, Snake Eater. I will say this, honest to God, I didn't know they had Snake. I did not know this was a franchise. <laughs> but, um, God, I will fucking watch this. Nice. Watch the, the 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 two other ones. And after I watched this, I was getting online and looking for movies with llamas in it because oh, I thought he, he was awesome. A- yeah, his his movies are pretty fun. Yeah, that one that uh, with Matthias Hughes is pretty good too. I can give you that one. Um, anyway. The uh, you get a quote early on from uh, from uh, Lamas when he says he's talking about like masturbating or something. He's like he completely lost his mind as he yanked himself silly, <laughs> and um, yeah, well he's just wasting time. One. He's throwing cards in a hat and shit. Um, the uh, now I, I don't even know. I'm not even sure I've ever seen pro wrestlers be as over the top as the backwoods redneck characters in this movie. Yeah. They're all pretty hideous. You got the, like the 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 stereotypical like big fat dude with the overalls, and he wore, for some reason he wears a construction helmet at all times. Um, he's kind of the muscle of the group. Um, um, I thought a, he was going to do some raping, and I thought he was going to rape that when Junior had the dad, and he and he get like gave him to the big kind of King Kong Bundy looking dude. Yeah. I thought the way that they were making it like was that guy was going to fuck the dad. <laughs> but that wouldn't have been funny. So they, they, they <laughs> um, well, it might have been kind of funny. Yeah, it probably would have been funny. Um, apparently, uh, Junior thinks that eating ketchup right out of the bottle is very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's one thing I thought was funny too is uh, in that part, that scene. Now, you know, they look like a pretty, you know, uh, well-off family or whatever, and they had that boat and all this and that. You know, they probably had all kinds of shit. And, well, hell, they had that ham and everything. Yeah, all that food. And this guy goes over to the refrigerator and just gets <laughs> ketchup. Up. He squirts ketchup in his mouth. Yeah. Um, just a warm and friendly neighbor looking to get warm and friendly. <laughs> yeah, warm <laughs> and friendly. Uh, the way food. he talked was fucking hilarious. It was so so yeah. off the top. I see Kung Fu Jimmy Garvin. Uh, <laughs> I did say I was trying to guess where the film where it was filmed. That's when I looked it up and it was New Brunswick, Canada. Can't believe that. I thought for sure it was Florida. The um now could they I don't know if they really could have finished that uh Harley jet ski in one day. So he gets so so Lamas gets knocked out and he's only asleep for like an hour and he's already trying to watch uh, the kid like take her clothes off. And he's like, do you fucking mind? Even though she's taking her clothes off in front of him while he's laid in bed. He's like, how long have you been awake? The goddamn bathroom door. Or fucking go she, in the bathroom. If she was she doing saw it. him with his shirt off and she was like, you know, immediately, I guarantee yeah, you, yeah. she was like, ah, I'm going to sit on his face. Then he like, whatever, like takes a, takes a nap and it ends up being like two days and they, <laughs> They are able to convert his Harley Davidson into a jet ski in, in, in that short amount of time, complete with a paint job. That would have been um, funny if he would have got on, like, got in there. He's like, he's like, hey, I thought you'd like this soldier, and he's like, well, fuck, you know, Jesus Christ, they made a jet ski out of my motorcycle, and he got in it and sat on it, and it just fell over. All it was was they took the tires off the bike and just set it in the boat. <laughs> so that's what it looked like. Oh, um, I do. You get some random steel drum music as he glides up the river. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't really fit, but uh, you did get his uh, his chest hair majestically blowing in the wind uh, through the wide opening in his denim shirt. <laughs> Although I, you know, I actually I thought it was a denim shirt, and then when he get when he uh, gets out of the water, you actually see it's a denim jacket with no shirt underneath. So it's even classier than I first thought. <laughs> and um, 
you did get a nice random shot. And we, we said this in that, uh, in that one, um, Fred, the hammer movie we reviewed uh, with a really awkward shot where, uh, with the camera character walks Dick first into the camera. <laughs> you get the, you get it in this too. He's coming. He just got like, he, I was really hoping, really hoping the jet ski would play a bigger part, but he gets knocked off of it pretty quick and you never really see it again, but he comes out of the water dripping wet and he walks cock first into the camera it like kind of showing off his like JC Penny J- snake belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just talked about, yeah, he does like the whole predator type setting up the traps at the end. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty dumb movie, but it's, well, it's now, there was one part that I forgot. I thought I wanted to see if you had mentioned it. Cause I remembered that I forgot it and I just want to see if you, yeah. But, uh, when he, the, 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 he has his initial, uh, he's in the bar, flies through the air, lands to the table that, and he sits down and he's sitting there drinking beer. When that bad guy with the scars on his face comes over, now in any other, if it would have been any other actor, he comes up behind Lamas with a pitcher of beer. They would have poured the beer over the guy's head. <laughs> they would have poured it on his head, but Lamas he didn't did it mess twice, up his hair. and all he did was pour it like in front of him, which I guess was down in his Into crotch. His lap, yeah. But I guarantee you, Lamas is like, you're not fucking pouring that shit in this hair. He's like, I already already had to film a scene where I got wet in the river. I'm not going to mess up my hair twice. Oh, my God. That was funny. Uh, We can get our ratings. Um, I will give this movie for pure entertainment and how much I liked watching it and had fun watching it. (sighs) Give it an eight. (laughs) I thought it was awesome. Uh, I give it a seven. <laughs> I do. It's fun. Second I thought time you I've hated it. it from the way you were talking. Oh, it's, no, it's dumb, but I liked it. <laughs> um, and I give it a seven. Awesome. Good, uh, good pick. So um, let's take a break and come back and do one that I had never seen. Quiet, cool. We'll be right back. Are you tired of the same old pop culture podcast? Do you listen to those other podcasts and think to yourself, why aren't they talking about the things I'm interested in? Hi, I'm Reverend Scott, and when I want to listen to a couple guys with their appendages on the pulse of pop culture, Penis. I listen to the Are You Serious podcast. Hear news about politics and religion where hosts Chris and Frank ask the tough questions. If you woke up with a cock in your mouth, would you take it or leave it? Yeah, exactly. How big is the cock? <laughs> You'll hear entertainment news about your favorite movies and TV shows, plus plain old wholesome discussion about the lives of Chris and Frank. I mean, now I am, like, tattooed. It's weird. It's like I've... I guess I should explain what I got. Yeah. It's three swastikas. Each one interconnected. To look like a smiley face. And on my left arm is cock and balls. And you notice I looked at my right Character arm. Character from I said an old that. Disney film. It's the prequel to Song of the South. Exactly. No, I have, it's um, called Song of the Cock and Balls. <laughs> it sounds like this. So when you think pop culture podcast, remember this. What's that thing between the dick and the asshole? The Are You Serious Podcast on iTunes or AreYouSeriousPodcast.com. Like Gary Coleman, my dick, pink and big. 
My dick got things to do. Yo dick needs a tweeze to do. My dick looks like shit. super size. Yo dick look like two fries. My dick more mass than the earth. Yo dick has that. It needs work. My dick. I kind of want to keep listening to this. Is that Rodriguez? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sixto Rodriguez. Uh, that was Justin's choice from a couple weeks ago. Uh, what is that? Nikki Avalon, my dick. The other one was from Paul. Uh, should I say his whole name? Paul L H. Here I am. All right, next movie, Quiet Cool from 1986. Zom, you want to introduce? I lost Zom. All right, got Zom back. Uh, Zaman, do you want to introduce uh, the movie here? Quiet well, cool. okay. Let me just say something about Quiet Cool. Two people wrote synopsis for this movie, and both of them are like uh, 12 paragraphs long. <laughs> so I will just say, Joe Dillon is a plainclothes New York City cop with a badge and a robust personality. <laughs> um, one thing I was confused about in this movie. I'll get it out there first. So he's going on vacation and he's driving. Is there a reason he's heading the way he is? Is he heading there for the chick that lives there? Hmm. Or is he just driving from fucking New York to Oregon? No, she called him. Oh, I missed that totally. She called him and said, um, you know, uh, like her brother went missing. Okay. And or, or something like, or he got he got a note or something because he it it um, established really early as soon as he like saw this note or whatever or or somebody said hey you got a call from and he mentioned the name his reaction was like almost like kind of like holy shit you know it was like this chick who was you could tell it was somebody from his past that yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. in love with. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, um, blah, so blah. The, James Remar plays Joe, and Joe is a... He's, you know, he's one of those cops in action movies that does things his own way. He can go his own way. Um, he, uh, he stores his uh, fucking leftover coffee in the refrigerator. Nice. And uh, he reheats that in the morning, which is pretty and uh, eats the pizza left out in the open air of, on his bed after sleeping upside down on it. After he um, lays on it. Yeah, I always like that. I always like that go to, though, in uh, in cop films like the the solitary cop who has a shitty apartment that uh, has a horrible diet. Have you ever seen the that one flick with uh, Billy D. Williams and Robert Carradine where Robert Carradine's he's a cop and he eats that fucking uh, he eats a raw steak right out of the plastic uh, the, I mean the styrofoam container Mm-mm. it's pretty <laughs> it's alright um, let's see the um, well I, I guess the first thing I wanted to say about Quiet Cool was weed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of funny the first the, the, it's like a, a total like it's a fucking like high times centerfold at the beginning of the movie. Like all they're doing is playing fucking music and showing this goddamn uh, marijuana plants everywhere. The which dreaded had, marijuana, which had me thinking while I was watching, I was like, what if like, like my parents that have no neighbors on like, uh, um, really anywhere. What if they were just had, what if there was just pot like marijuana growing in the forest? Like, can you get in trouble if like you, like somebody just finds marijuana just growing out there? I mean, I've had people like around me that have had that happen and shit. And, uh, I mean, it, have, it has to grow in the wild at, at some point, you know? I mean, I don't know. Mm. 
I mean, obviously these guys were a little more than that. They had fucking like nets over it and <laughs> machine guns, yeah. but um, like punji sticks. If you tried to walk down there, so um, no matter oh, what, it seems uh, like uh, Remar yeah. likes to stay on a motorcycle if possible. <laughs> He uh, <laughs> you get this really guy. This guy, he looks like this guy. He looked like um. Do you remember the later in the run of uh, Married with Children when Al had that the, the black guy that was his friend? Um, oh God, what was his name? I have to look that up. But um, you get a guy that looks like him as um a purse snatcher, and uh, Remar's oh, on, yeah, his, yeah. on his New York City dirt bike. And um, he starts chasing this guy on roller. The guy's on roller skates. <laughs> and um, oh, what is his name? Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. Um, I'm pretty Steve, sure. It w- um, Steve James? Was it? No, no. <laughs> it's not. Steve James is that big dude. Uh, well, I'll have to look that up. Jimmy uh, Garvin. Right, yes. Yes. The superstar Jimmy Garvin. Um yeah, Harold Sylvester is this guy's name. He played Griff, but he kind of looked like Harold Sylvester from uh, from Married with Children. But he was wearing roller skates, which is very manly. And um, uh, he can skate pretty good. He can skate. He can skate very well. And uh, Remar starts chasing him on the motorcycle. And Remar is a fucking asshole, and he wheelies through some poor street vendor's flower stand just to save a few seconds. <laughs> and then it's kind of crazy because. He rides his damn motorcycle into the subway to chase this guy and then onto a fucking train. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, it really made me laugh when he comes back out of the subway and, like, just gets, like, flies way through the air. I got a question. Okay. Every subway I've ever seen had uh, turnstiles. Oh, yeah. How There's no get, way. Did he just jump it? <laughs> You can't. It's impossible. Well, you know. Well, you Maybe know in 1986, the turnstiles were a little different. Maybe they were more spread out. <laughs> yeah, you know it was. It's Obama's fault that we had nine eleven, and uh, and the Muslims uh, have made us uh, have to have more secure turnstiles. So sorry, sorry, America, no more motorcycles in the subway. Yeah, if you had a Thanks, motorcycle, Obama. why would you need the subway? <laughs> I don't know. Um, they do get from Central Park to the to the river really fast, which is virtually impossible. <laughs> but he catches the guy and like has him. He's dragging him along by his belt. And the guy's just, I, I would have broken an ankle, but he drags the guy along. Uh, the guy's still roller skating, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, there's some really great acting by him uh, when they zoom in on him. Uh, as, you know, Remar's dragging him along by his belt on the roller skates. And it's that really bad, like, like he's acting like he's scared. Like, whoa, whoa. And he's kind of shaking his hands around. <laughs> <laughs> um so after we establish Remar as the 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 loose cannon uh, that likes that likes Fleetwood Mac, he um, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, they, we go we go to the uh, the the hippie uh, uh, hammock sleeping family in uh, in the Pacific Northwest, who while they play the the, the dad romantically splits his headphones for two. Off his realistic stereo mate, and he didn't even have a Sony uh, Walkman. He had a re- realistic stereo mate, mm-hmm. and he fucking splits his cheap ass headphones and um, 
they play this California Dreaming cover, and you hear this a couple times in the movie. It is so bad. Like, why could yeah. they not just get the real song? <laughs> it sounded terrible. Um, yeah. So the the son played by their son Joshua. Fuck a damn duck! God what? damn it! Your phone ringing again? No, I thought you stopped talking. I thought I got oh, disconnected oh. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been disconnected like three times already. The um. This uh, <laughs> so this guy Adam Coleman Howard he was in like three movies he plays Joshua. Uh, uh, this guy he sucks. <laughs> he's he's a little he's a little he's he kind of overacts a little bit, <laughs> but um, he's I guess stalking his parents and he's got the weird thing I don't know what they're called I think they might have been like a Native American type weapon it's kind of like a a spear throwing device where you basically like have a stick that like launches the spear extra fast. And, um, his dad thinks it's funny that he launches a spear that misses his mom by like a foot. And he's like, Oh, he's just throwing it or, you know, some stupid shit. And then, um, you know, Joshua runs up on the marijuana farmers apparently that are only like 10, you know, 10 yards from their back door yet. They still have no idea. But, um, and the, the family gets, gets murdered and it, what a weird um what a weird like ensemble of bad guys this movie has it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really bizarre like you got the, you got this main guy who has fucking like he has shoe polish black hair and he always wears black like he wears like red dress coat he, he you know he dresses like nicholas cage in fucking wild at hearts and um then you got this other guy you have the nerdy guy with them i guess even though he has, you know, he's supposed to be as badass as the other one, but he's kind of balding and he has glasses. And then you have the other guy who has the, the bleachest blonde hair you've ever seen and wears tassels and shit. Um, and that's not to mention the guy that, you know, the, the henchmen that, that show up in it, which are about as generic as they get, which are really funny. But, um, the shoe polish, he fires this, he has this giant gun in the movie. But everybody does. There's a few of those. There's fucking like these. What are those? Magnum? For, uh, it must be like 44 Magnum or something. Yeah, 357 or something. They're like the they're they're the dirty hairy guns. But everybody has one. But when uh, when shoe polish uh, actually, well, I don't even know his name. I'll just call him shoe polish. Shoe polish. Uh, Valance. Maybe he's Valance. Was that Nick's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was a uh, Valance. Valens, Valens, or Valens, something like yeah. this. Nick name, yeah. I don't know if he's related to. The yes, I think he's John Cassavetti's fucking son. And uh, God, he's horrible. That's his son. He was born in '59. Maybe not. I don't know. Um. Yeah, Nicholas David Roland Cassavetti's, and that would be quite a coincidence if uh, that his one of his middle names is Roland. <laughs> And Gina Rollins was married to John Cassavetes. That's his, <laughs> he, that's his son. He wow, and he wow, he fucking directed. Uh, I think he directed the Notebook. Yeah, he's definitely a better director than he is. No, yeah, he directed the Notebook, Alpha Dog. I haven't seen any of his movies. John Q. Wow, well, he's not a very good actor. And when he fires his forty-four. Uh, hand cannon. It has no kickback whatsoever. His yeah. hand does not even flinch. Um, so it's kind of like the Sandra Locke thing when she uh, shot that big goddamn gun yeah. and didn't. Even oh, it's do bad. Anything. The um, I thought we were gonna have be, uh, and I was. I would have been perfectly fine with it. I thought we were gonna just be left with two dummies falling off a cliff. Um, 
<laughs> I was like, hey, that was pretty funny. And then all of a sudden you get a great dummy fall because it falls through tree branches and you can really tell that all the all the fucking limbs of the of the dummy are just floppy, just hitting the tree branches on the way branches on the way down. Um so that's I guess that's when um this is what the part apparently the part that I missed, but uh Remar gets the call and he's gonna go figure out, you know, these uh these people that were murdered and um exactly why. It's because Apparently, uh, marijuana was a lot more serious business in the eighties than. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, but I remember like people like around here where they, uh, uh, you know, these guys would go out and plant these fields of marijuana out in the woods, and they booby trap it and everything else, and you know, had to be out there with machine guns and. Jesus. Yeah, it was it was a little bit different than it is now. Now it's all the Mexican cartels fucking pull, pushing it in through the south. Um. The uh, so when he gets to this town, it was really weird because this has to be the cleanest like backwoods town that I've ever seen. Like it, this town that he comes to, it looks like it would be like the gift shop area of like some historic landmark. Yeah, like uh, like a <laughs> like like Dutch country or something. Yeah, where they every have building like a, every building looked shitty, but like a well kept shitty, like they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like it made and the it, street, the road right in between. Is just wide enough for like one car. Yeah. The houses are real close. Yeah, really weird, really weird. And there's, you know, there's supposed to be kids like normally if you were to drive somewhere like that, the kids would be fucking like half naked with Kool Aid mustaches, but everybody looks like they're showered and everything. What's and, that? What was that shit? Oh, fuck. That uh, movie where like the kid is, they're all real dirty. And he's like in the bathtub, fucking eating. And, oh, uh, gummo! <laughs> gummo. That's yeah. what that. Yeah, like that. It, yeah, it should have been more like gummo, but it was more like it was more like a gift shop. Um, <laughs> the uh, you get the first idea of Joshua's dramatic acting, overly dramatic acting. Um, after he falls down, so Joshua doesn't die. That's kind of the. This is kind of where the story starts. It's the team up, and you see it on the poster: the team up of 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 Joshua and Joe. And Joshua just he's just weird. Um, but he he kind of like it has to be the most dramatic emerging from water in cinema history to borrow a line from Will. Like you see this like river and all of a sudden it's just like Bwah! and he explodes out of the water. I was like, Holy shit, really? He did the, he doesn't gasp for air, he fucking bursts out of the water. Yes. Um, was he more was it was he um well, I kind of liked when Lamas came up out of the water with the rifle over his head. <laughs> yeah. Like, why hold it over your head? You were just under You were just completely water. underwater, but you're still going to yeah. hold it out like you like you didn't just ruin it. Um the um and why why is that? Why don't guns fire when they're wet? Is mm. it cuz the bullets get fucked up? <sighs> Fuck hell. Huh? I mean, it seems like they're all mechanical, like they're just springs and Yeah. So it seems well, weird. I uh, because like in uh, in uh, in No Country for Old Men, when he has to fucking like dry that gun out real quick, for when the dogs are chasing him. Well, uh, okay. Well, that, was that that movie? That was that was No Country, right? Yeah, yeah, pit yeah, bull. yeah. He had to take it apart and put it back together and shot the pit bull. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, I have to ask him, teabagger. <laughs> teabaggers, call in and tell I us why your gun. I can disassemble an AR-15 at my kitchen table. Um. Now, this is a scene that has stuck with me for days. Yes. Just like you get a bar fight with with henchmen fucking with llamas in the first movie. Oh, my God. I know what you're going to (laughs) say. Oh, my God. You get the... You get... 
henchman messing with Remar in this one and his lady. Um, there's this fat guy, and he looks like he's almost. I mean, he's fat enough to where he's wearing a fat suit. Uh, like, I mean, he's not. He's really that fat. But uh-huh. he looks like you know what he made me think of was fucking like uh, uh, Norm and the other dude on S- Saturday Night Live doing the Bears. <laughs> that the shit. Bears. This yes. dude has the fucking biggest. It had to be fake. The biggest mustache I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> movie it was insane oh my god it looked like this giant piece of felt like it put like the fakeness put fucking uh uh it looked i'll say uh groucho mark's mustache looked more realistic than this fucking thing yeah. it looked like a fucking blanket under his under his nose and he this this fat guy with this giant mustache he's i've ma- i've made it my facebook profile picture He's filleting a bottle. He's doing the V, like lick the, <laughs> lick the cunnilingus lick between the fingers. And then he said, well, I was just sitting here wondering what she'd look like sitting up here on my face instead of sitting yeah. in that chair. That'll get her. <laughs> and to make him pissed off, Remar calls his mustache a snot catcher. And then, uh, of course, this idiot carries a fucking mirror and mustache scissors in his pocket. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. And Remar just happened to know it. And he happened he... to know because he reaches down the dude's sweatshirt. He's wearing a big gray sweatshirt over his flannel shirt. And Remar reaches down in between the shirts and pulls out the scissors and gives his mustache a trim. Now, I would get pissed, too, if somebody cut my handlebar off. He's like, how much time did this take you to grow? And he just cuts one side off. And then he reaches in again and pulls out the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and shows them his fucking uh, trimmed mustache. And Check it out. I just cut off your mustache. To, 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 to uh, Fat Handlebar's credit, he uh, does appear later in the movie, and his mustache is trimmed on both sides, so he did clean himself up. That was that was good of him. Um, uh, Remar doesn't get a flat tire. His fucking tires actually just fall off when his car <laughs> <laughs> So he drives. I've always liked those. Is that a, was that what the Bron? Is that like a seventies Bronco that he was driving? Yeah, I thought he did have the top on. I was. I just was thinking. God, I wonder what he'd do if it started raining. Yeah, I guess they have the little rag top thing. There yeah, they on. did. I, I always liked those. I thought they. I yeah, those were pretty cool looking little cars. Except I guess when the tires fall off. Mm, well, you know. Um, and that's uh, never a good thing. <laughs> and I thought of Sammy because uh, he gets trapped in a net, but it's not just a net; it's a razor net. <laughs> Yes, that was made. That was an extra uh, special booby uh, trap net. That was awesome. So yes. you get kind of a, a an intersection of stories here because after um, after Remar finds out, Joe finds out what's going on. He's trying to figure out. He's trying to find these guys that have fucked with the town in the um, in the woods. At the same time. Joshua, the overactor, is doing his, uh, <laughs> he's doing his like Rambo thing. He's like, these motherfuckers killed my parents. I didn't die. I'm going to get them with my guerrilla techniques. Like, he doesn't have a gun. He uses sticks and rocks and, and a sling. He's got a slingshot. Not a slingshot. Uh, I guess it's just a sling. Is that the one where you, you whip it around like a lasso before you throw it? Um, I'll have to check my Bible. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I love the shot of Joshua. Well, anyway, sorry, I'll get to that. The, this is where the the story intersects because Job comes across Joshua in the woods as they're both kind of trying to find these henchmen, and all the henchmen have fucking machine guns of some kind, and one of them is a stupid stoner, and he's called t- uh, Toker. Toker. And he just sits there and smokes his own product the whole time. But the um, and, it'd be funny if you went for a job interview and they were like, "Okay, do you have any?" 
Fabhest experience. Yes, I was a henchman. I was a henchman named Toker in a movie called Quiet Cool with the dad from Dexter. Um, the uh, Remar plays Dexter's dad in the show, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. The um, and he, uh, you know what? I didn't even recognize him. Like he, he is like as he's aged, he looks a lot different than he used to. If you Last see thing him, I saw him in was that movie Red with Bruce Willis. He was good in that. He was in Django Unchained, and I, I don't remember. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. He was where, in. It. Where was yeah. he in there? Django. Oh hell, I don't fucking remember. I didn't like that that beginning. much. No. Um, yeah, it was right. Well, yeah, the stupid stoner starts firing. You get actually a little Tech Nine in it, like, like tiny little, like almost easy. Yeah, that, and he just keeps. They, so that so Joshua was just fired a flaming pew, bow and pew. arrow, Dukes of Hazard style, into their tent and burned all their shit up. And um, the only traps that these guys bother to set are grenades on strings, which a rabbit humorously sets off. At one point. Yes, <laughs> you could tell that you could tell they wasn't actually the rabbit, but the rabbit was pissed off because they kept trying to like egg him towards the rope, and finally he just like was like Bruh! and like freaked out a little bit, and that's when they had to cut real quick to the grenade exploding. But, um, uh, you know, the Toker is just fucking firing his Tech 9 randomly into the woods. I thought it was pretty dumb. But um, at this point, fucking generic henchmen just fucking like start falling out of trees, apparently, because they have a never ending supply in this movie. They ride dirt bikes everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. And they're all of them are as generic as you can get. They might have a mullet or a flannel shirt or tight jeans or something, but all of them are pretty fucking like. They try and make them distinct by giving them like you have blondie. Black hair. Uh, yeah, the main guys. Lasso. All, yeah. The main guys all have a distinct look. but all the Smart guy with glasses. Yes. But they, but even those guys were, were yeah, just as blahs could be. <laughs> pretty generic. Except you did see fat handlebars a couple times. He was one of the henchmen too, apparently. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there's a part where another uh, highlighting of Joshua's overacting. But this set where I was, what I was getting ready to say. I love the one shot where they come up on Joshua in the dark with the flashlight, and he puts the flashlight up into Joshua's eyes, and you can fucking see the whites of his eyes. Like he's sitting there, like, <laughs> there was something like he was something wrong with that oh fucker. God. It was really I don't know funny. what he was trying to what he was trying to emote or what. I I, I just I I. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, um, Remar's pretty good in it. I liked him a lot. Um, the um, Joshua was funny. I mean, it, his acting is—he's uh, kind of whiny a little bit, but like, kind of like a "I could do it myself" kind of thing. And this—you just had this big cutoff. I thought you fucking stopped talking again. Oh no! And then <laughs> I was like, "Shit!" I got disconnected again. And then all of a sudden, I heard, and then. And all of a sudden, you just go, <laughs> <laughs> like it caught up. It just came out of nowhere, like that guy coming out of the water. <laughs> um, everybody, everybody's on the table in this, which is I like. <laughs> I always, <laughs> Here I am. Which I always like about, uh, I always like about in action movies where you never know who <laughs> might be dead next, which is pretty cool. Um, the. Um, there's a little twist at the end, which is kind of neat, I guess. Um, I do. I really liked the uh, the setup right right before, and the shootout at the end is pretty ridiculous. Um, but I do like the setup when they finally kind of it's the, kind of like the big attack before the final scene. Um, pretty creative. 
you get using your surroundings. Um, pretty cool. And, and I like the impro- the uh, improvisation when one thing doesn't work. <laughs> He's like, fuck it. I'll just do it. I'll do it myself. Um, but yeah, there's some good, uh, good explosions and shit in it. The, the, you get a giant building explosion. Oh, you get a fucking, um, the motorcycle exploding in midair, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I swear I took that note. Where the fuck did it go? Um, because this motorcycle, Remard goes, he's, he's got uh, Joshua on the back and he pretty much just rides down a fucking cliff almost on his motorcycle <laughs> and the henchmen go to chase him. And one of these poor henchmen, it must be, it must be a shitty bike because he hits a rock a little weird, I guess, but hitting this rock sends him flying into the air and then his bike just blows up. Yeah, <laughs> it was air. running on nitroglycerin. Oh my God. Um, I wish I, I really, really, really wish I could have seen the, the fat handlebars henchman, uh, riding a motorcycle. <laughs> now that would have been funny. Um, oh yeah, here it is. Motorcycle exploding in midair after hitting a rock. <laughs> there's, a, there's my, there's my note. Um, so who did you think, uh, which bad guy did you think dressed the worst? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the bleach blonde guy with the fringe leather jacket was probably, probably the worst. But, um, you know, I, you know, I like this movie. I was surprised. Um, and, uh, while you're, while you're giving your notes here, I'm going to find, I'm going to find the, uh, the, they actually had a theme song. So I'm going to find that. So, uh, what did you think about the movie? Okay, let's see here. Uh, I guess this is like a. I had some. I was scratching off the shit that you already said because we. There's a lot. <laughs> most of it I've already had on. Uh, New Line Cinema. So I mean, I remember them kind of making movies like this. Yeah, kinda, I mean, they had that really old school like red logo at the beginning. Yeah, super duper '80s feel. Um, this seems like. Okay, now I remember Remar. The first time I ever saw him was in Forty Eight Hours. He was the bad guy Gans. Mm-hmm. Him and Sonny Lambden were the bad guys, and he was really good in that. He's good as a bad guy. Oh, here's the uh, here's the song. I'll go play it while you're talking. Okay, good. I can't hold her. Yeah. I can't touch her face You can't. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Right, here we go. And uh, so he was also on. Uh, he was he was on uh, Sex and the City. He was one of. Uh, Oh, who the hell was he screwing on there? The, one of them chicks. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of them broads. Oh, Samantha, the, the hoary one. Uh, Kim Cattrall. But anyway, um, I would have to think that either they were, after like uh, maybe 48 hours or something, they thought, okay, let's give this guy a shot at being the main guy, the the, the star. And uh, I'm sorry, I just don't think that he is... Uh, no. He, no, 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 no. I mean, I think he's good and gritty, kind of really, uh, stu- like as a bad guy and stuff like that. And but I, I don't see him as like having the charisma or the good looks to be the main dude, okay. hero. Um, maybe just maybe it's just this movie. Maybe if he had a right the right vehicle, I could see him more now than back then. But this movie was shitty, so that might have <laughs> something to do with it. Um, I think that the the one the, the douchey. Uh, brother guy that's like the survivalist guy when the parents are like laying there having fun and laying on their blanket or whatever he takes that goddamn spear chucker yeah, thing or throwing thing I think he he throws it right at their head it's, I mean, dad thinks it's fucking funny I beat his ass um, 
this movie has some shitty editing in it. Like, <laughs> there'll be a scene where, like, Remar's talking to the girl, and it's just them and say, like, the cabin. And you can tell that in the mid of, middle of it, like, they'll stop talking, and there's a cut, but then they'll come back and he'll say something. So, you know, it wasn't a continuous thing. Uh, it, there was a couple of times, like, there are more than a couple. Um, horrible acting. <laughs> that, that, that kid was just fucking awful. And, like, <laughs> wow. I said, the henchmen guys, they just all they did was give them a look, but they were just cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I like that they had to have a fucking picture. I think it, this is another one where it seemed like, uh, you know, they were like, what's a good title for a movie? Let's call it Quiet Cool. Okay, now how can we explain that? So they have to hit you over the head and have the stupid fucking picture on the wall. That says "quiet, cool" on the goddamn fucking uh, frame. Um, <laughs> at one point, Remar has a little like snub nose thirty-eight, and then turns right around and he's got like a gun with a big barrel on it. So I don't know <laughs> if he was carrying two guns. He must have been because that's what I happened. Know it extends. Yeah, he needs to be more accurate. He can just extend it like a <laughs> there was like one, an umbrella. Okay, you had albino guy, black shoe polish hair guy. Smart guy with glasses. Uh, I think he was also a lariat guy. But then you had a uh, gay leather bar leather guy with, with uh, fucking aviators out in the middle of the woods. Now, why would you wear leather boots, leather pants, and a black leather jacket with aviators? And uh, I just thought that was kind of funny. He looked like he should have been in cruising. Um, let's see. Uh, now, there was one time where, where uh, Remar... I don't know if it was just him or him and the kid take out a henchman and the guy has like an M16 and drops it and it's just laying right there and they didn't pick it up. They just took off. <laughs> I mean, they could have used it, you know? So I, I always love when they do that in the movie. It's so stupid. Uh, there's a scene where a, a dude gets a cigarette put out in his ear hole. <laughs> that was which awesome. Kind of like our feedback. Um, <laughs> now, We've also often talked about to a cinemasochist voicemail. <laughs> yes, we've often talked about so bad it's good. Uh, for me, um, Snake Eater was so bad it's good. This I have a note that says so bad it's stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, there's tons of cliches in this. I didn't have enough uh, post-it notes to fucking write them all down. <laughs> Uh, the California Dreaming thing. California Dreaming stupid. Oh, that Brother, California Dreaming cover was awful. Brother is horrible. <laughs> Feathered albino. <laughs> Skin. Yeah, that one part. The, the bad guys are all in the cabin playing video games or watching that. What oh, yeah, the one, two of them are watching a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah, yeah. And the other guys and, are playing like checkers or something. The the shoe polish guy, Nick Cassavetes, they they have so many times where he just he's sitting at a table and he looks out the window like it uh, just like looks over at the window or looks out the window and they did it so many times like okay if I had either a funny feeling that bad that I got up or looked over 20,000 times <laughs> like, and guess guys I think there's something going on he just keeps doing that. And uh, and then just goes back and sits down. He was very uh, he 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 could have been he, they all they could have been mannequins. Yeah. Um, the one part where the the, uh, the douchey brother um, ties a rope 
to something and hooks it to the Jeep. I don't know why he wrecked the Jeep. I mean, did he get <laughs> yeah, so he excited? Could, he, he couldn't drive worth a shit. Like he, yeah, he totally flipped it over for whatever reason. No reason. <laughs> I like the, the I did albino. Like, I did like that, though. The albino guy uh, just... Uh, I can't even remember. Well, I remember why, but I don't want to say. But he just goes, die, you little fucker. And it's the only line he had in the whole movie. <laughs> uh, you might have seen my work. I said, die, you little fucker, and quiet cool in 1986. Yeah. Um, that's all the notes I have. Um <laughs> It just didn't do it for me. I thought it was shit. I didn't think it was good. I I, I thought, it, like, whereas Snake Eater was um was knew what it was and yeah. was done like in a funny way. This was just bad filmmaking. Yeah. It had bad acting. I thought the editing and stuff was bad. I thought, uh, I mean, the dialogue was bad. I just didn't think it was it. It, it did have like the motorcycle exploding in midair. That was funny. Yeah. And it had some stuff like that, and I was, I, but I, I thought the I thought the 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 face off at the end was pretty good, pretty good. I liked where that went. Um, I like the twist was okay, um, but you know, I mean, I like the I like that huge explosive explosive scene. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool, and the, the fact that he like took I don't know. I thought the movie was pretty solid. We could just get into our scores here. Um, um, I you know I'd never seen this, and I, you know I'm glad I did. I kind of liked it. I, I give it a six point two five. I when I heard that we were going to review it, I remembered seeing the video box, and I like Remar. Like I said, I liked him in Forty Eight Hours. I liked him in Red, and uh, most of the other stuff I've seen him in Sex and the City and stuff like that. But man, this just did not do it for me at all. Two, <laughs> I thought it was really just a shitty movie because I think it was supposed to be good, mm. and it just was shitty. <laughs> he would. I I agree though. Remar would be. He's he's probably a better bad guy and i'll say this i watched this one first and man when i watched snake eater i was like fuck man i watched snake eater and i was just loving it (laughs) this one i was just oh that's too bad yeah i just didn't like it i mean at least you got to see a razor net and the and the exploding out of the water so Yes. And the uh, exploding motorbike was. That kid was so. Who <sighs> fuck ever could have thought that he was. I mean, he wasn't in a lot either. No. I mean, I thought he was like in seven different things. And I mean, God, he must have known somebody. Or his parents must have financed the movie or something. <laughs> there was no reason for him to be in this. He was that bad. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, um, before, douche. Our, before our sound quality gets even worse, let's take a break and we'll come back and do a little feed sack. Cock, cock. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Coffin John of V Cinema, the site that covers Asian film from cult to the classics. Join Josh of VariedCelluloid.net, Rufus of CineAwesome.com, and me on the V Cinema show a podcast that features Asian film discussions, special guests, interviews, and live event coverage. Our podcast is published bi-weekly on Mondays. So check us out on vcinemashow.com or search us out on iTunes. Also join the discussion and fun by following us on Twitter at vcinemashow and joining us on our Facebook page, which is located at facebook.com slash V Cinema. And of course check out our blog at vcinemashow.com for reviews, features, and interviews. 
Bow, bow. Got a couple, couple here. Let me turn this fucking music down. Do that again, ba 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 ba. Alrighty, um, do, 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 do. we got three voicemails. All right. All right. Nothing from Justin. He must be getting ready for Horrorhound. Oh no. Um. All right. I think this one came in right after we recorded last week, so. First one here. Hey, there we go. <laughs> this is the Masters of Love. I'm going to play as bad as I was last week. You know, I've had a chance to fucking just put a work out on the fucking anger. You know, I did a fucking 24 hour workout session. I was fucking <laughs> mad, man. I was fucking, I'd never been so mad before. You know, fucking, I can't believe you guys are fucking. The Spendable 2 in your fucking top 30 movies. But, you know, you got a chance to redeem yourself this year, you know? Fucking loaf, you can fucking watch Expendables 2, but in your top 30 first scene, fucking in 2013 movies, and fucking, you know, that, along with fucking the Rambo movies you watch, they'll be all number one. You know, you'll be like, my uh, my number one movie uh, I first seen this year is fucking Expendables 2, the greatest action movie of all time. My uh, next, my number one movie seen this year is fucking Rambo 2, fucking stars Sylvester Stallone, you know. He's got fucking big gun and fucking muscles and fucking in the jungle shooting up fucking shit. You know, fucking... And uh, my next number one, the fucking greatest action movie of all time, <laughs> fucking Rambo, Rambo one, you know, fucking Sly, and fucking he's fucking beating up some fucking cops and shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good to me. Fucking watch a load of fucking other Sly movies, they'll be number one, you know. You won't have any other fucking have to think about putting any shit movies in that list. Yeah, <laughs> shit movie. You know your top thirty uh, twenty thirteen movies in like uh, your number one movie is Bullet to the Head, stars Sylvester uh, Stallone. You know he's in his underpants in it. <laughs> fucking greatest action movie of all time. He's got fucking sly his muscles. He's got big juicy titties. Fucking everything. You know, and then you say, yeah, my next number one uh, movie of twenty thirteen is uh, The Tomb. Starring Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And fucking, fucking in prison and shit. You know, that'll be out later this year. Fucking, you'll have two number ones, both for me. Fucking, you don't need any other fucking movies. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's fucking, that sounds about right, you know? I'm fucking, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with your, uh, your fucking list at the end of this year. Yeah, they sound pretty good. I'm fucking liking that already, you know? It's fucking Sly number one. The greatest movies of all time. Ugh. 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 
I heard what I heard what sounded like his belt jingling, like a, he might have been masturbating. While he was. I'm getting to, to honest to God, I'm getting to the point where like I can't even fucking understand what he's saying. <laughs> he has must have had a series of small mini strokes. Oh, poor guy. Something. There's another one. Oh God. Now what the fuck? I don't even know what that was. He said what? he was pissed that we didn't wait for him to send in his top thirty before oh, recording okay. the show. All right, well you know that's understandable. I'm just saying. <laughs> You fucking think you can just go ahead and fucking record when you had to have some slide? You fucking know that slide's gonna call in every fucking week, man. You fucking, you fucking meatballs need to sell that shit out, man. You don't wanna push me, you know? Don't fucking push me. Don't push me, man. I'm fucking slide, you know? I got a big fucking dick, I'll fucking smash you up with it, you know? Fucking slap you around the face or something. Fucking, you guys taking liberties, fucking recording whatever fucking day you want. I just fucking, I'm, you know, I've got over being mad about it. I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, I think we you guys fucking seem to be doing your own thing, you know? Fucking, what about Sly? You know? Poor Sly. Yeah, I'm fucking, that's all I gotta say this week. You know, I'm not gonna give you the benefit of fucking, some fucking advice from Sly. You know, I could be charging you fucking billions of dollars for each of these messages. But I don't do that because I fucking like you guys. But, you know, I don't think that happens. You know, it's the, I don't think that you guys like me that much sometimes. You know, fucking, you know, what have I done to fucking offend you? <laughs> fucking, ugh. Ugh. Well, now, because, think about it. We'll, we'll, we're going we're gonna to make lemonade out of lemon sly. Now, lemon sly. Out of lemon sly. Sly, we're going to make lemons, lemonade from lemons. We <sighs> didn't play a voicemail last week, but because of that, we get to play two Sly voicemails in one week. So, wow. There you go. All right, we got one more. Hey. <laughs> uh, this is Cody. Um, I wanted to call in a couple of thoughts on the last couple of shows. Um, Start with the uh, the bus the bus themed episode. Yeah. Um, I will have to check out the, the Guardian. No, I forget what it's called. The Shepherd. With the uh, the Guardian. Van Dam thing. I uh, <laughs> did not know that that was um, from shit. What's his name? Uh, the uh, one of the two. Uh, Jimmy Garvin. Great video directors. Isaac Florentine. Wow, I forget whether it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. The guy that did the last couple Universal Soldiers or the last couple Undisputed. But Undisputed. Whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah, Sandra Locke. <laughs> um, not, isn't just that she's a bad actress, it's that she is uh, like, a, like a suck <laughs> of, uh, of energy. Succubus. Um, it's, it's weird. Uh, she pulls uh, most everything she's in down. Just a little bit. She's so thoroughly unlikable. She manages to um, paint the outlaw Josie Wales. Um, the parts, even it, which is a top probably five western for me, gets uh, gets pulled down a good bit uh, when she shows up, and we have to get into her her nonsense. Um, 
I do like watching uh, <laughs> yeah, the gauntlet. Um, just for Clint, like, he does that thing where he looks at a person in just this nauseated way. Like, he's so angry that he really... Is in the movie. ...or something. <laughs> she gets a couple of his books. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like some of those were exchanged in real life. <laughs> she is, uh, no good. I was uh, very surprised to hear that she was nominated for an Oscar for something pre Eastwood or post Eastwood. Anytime, she's not very good. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, um, <laughs> Terror Vision and uh, the Video Dead. Um, I first saw both of them. I think back to back. I think I watched the video dead first in a, in a terror vision. They were, I think Lowe said on Netflix a couple of Halloweens ago and uh, terror vision. Like I think it's like 87. I think you guys said that yeah. someone said that. Um, and it's like, it's obvious and it's not very clever. And it's more unfunny uh, than not. Except for the guy saying, crying like a butthole. Um, (laughs) That was awesome. But there is something that, like, I don't know, there's something I just think is very uh, likable about the the aesthetic, like that, like, late 80s, that period in the 80s where... Day glow. I don't know. The 80s had been the 80s long enough for it to uh, start... Um, I don't know, poking fun at itself or its own value. That living cartoon kind of uh, look and feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, I don't know, enough to make me like a not very good movie. Um, and I like the, uh, I like the pool stuff. <laughs> uh, Video Dead. I remember almost nothing of but I remember liking it, but they both do seem like movies. It would uh, Suck. really make them want to quit the show. Uh, just a just a perfect storm of uh, zombies. So, uh, all right, guys, have a good show. Talk to you later. Bye. He can't he can't quit the show because how else would he have eight eight extra hours of listening podcast listening every week? That's exactly right. It's like heroin. <laughs> if he can't if he doesn't record it, he can't listen to it. Well, yeah. Cool. Thanks for that. Um, and thanks for the picks this week, even though Zom gave you a two. Also, <laughs> well, I mean, not both of them. Not both of them. No, you were you were loving you were loving on some llamas. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, the moose. The moose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna pause it real quick. All right. We had to pause momentarily because we had to uh, uh, have a little powwow and determine who was the, the tally. You had to tally winner. the votes. We had to tally all the votes and determine who was the big winner of the Eye of the Tiger competition. Zom, hey. it was the uh, the ultimate uh, decision maker here, and we've done a top three again of our favorite entries. Um. So uh, we're going to start with our number three choice in the contest. Um, I'll give you a little sample here. Our number three. 
Bullet in the head is my new movie. Did you see my tattoos and big muscles? <laughs> we have Sly at number three. Sly of a tiger. I am 100% natural. <laughs> <laughs> Working out for seven hours straight, sweatless in on my big fucking muscles. <laughs> I am Sylvester fucking Stallone. My movies make billions of dollars, so my movies are the fucking greatest of all time. In them, I've got huge fucking muscles. And a big nice big job. Nice uh, job, uh. Sly. Here's your bronze trophy. All right. Our uh, number two in the contest, coming from, coming from way back. Coming from way back. His, uh, his first entry in our first karaoke, karaoke competition earned him quite a lot of shit. Um, it, he even got a certain Canadian to call in, <laughs> call him out. But he's roared back for second place. What we have here is... His will to survive! <laughs> we have oh, the Cinemasochist at number two. Not really, ladies. You can change your passion for glory! <laughs> Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past! You just must fight, just keep them alive! <laughs> <laughs> the eye of the tiger, it's the thrill of the fight! Rising up! To the challenge of our rival, IGGTMC, and the last note survival sucks his prey in the night, and he's watching us go with the eye of the tiger. Wow. Beautiful. All right. Um, now, <laughs> he, he brought it. It might not have been the best. He did. That's, yeah. He, he uh, and, um, um, and I, I'm, I'm sorry to my number one. I just I cannot figure out how to get this bucket thing to play, um, but our number one, you all saw it. Our number one had to go to the man with the brass balls from Manchester, Mr. Paul Hughes, with his his uh, vested cowboy hatted rendition, and he did two of them too, just in case we missed <laughs> the first time. I'm going to have to do some digging on the Facebook group and find that one again. I wish they'd give us more than one fucking pin and I would put it up there. But um, congrats to Paul um, to, uh, for winning our, uh, what, 2013 Eye of the Tiger Karaoke Contest. <laughs> so um, I don't know if any of you guys even listen to the show. So um, if you do, uh, why don't you send us on Facebook uh, some, uh, you three guys, send us some mailing information and... Um, we will uh, send you something a little special. Something. Yeah. Something. Something special. Something special. All right. So um, next week on the show, we are doing uh, a Matsuzaka requested double feature. Um, this is our unconventional love stories double feature. Um, love. We're going to do a Kim Ki uh, Duck film from 2001 called Bad Guy. Um, and we're going to do, uh, don't know how to pronounce the director's name, but it's Rupert Everett in Cemetery Man from 1994 or De La Morte De La So, um, sorry, Zom, another horror movie for you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I've never seen either. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Um, 
I've heard some things. Mm-hmm. Cool. You can always send us feedback to 206-339-1600 or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes uh, at silvaandgold.com and Stitcher Radio. And... um. Uh, oh yeah join our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash silva and gold we can't let the uh the gentleman's guide to midnight comics catch up with us now can we can we Mm. (laughs) we we we're we're solidly over 200 i'm feeling good yay Yay. cool um I'm out of town all weekend, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch much in the way of movies, but, Dom, do you have anything else, sir? No. Well, no. Well, enjoy Horror Hound. Well, I'm going to try. One and all. Zom and everybody else. And uh, we'll, we'll take some videos and uh, uh, get and some, some stuff some and uh, so that we can share in the... Uh, whatever it's going to be. I don't think I'm even going to have cable, so I won't even be able to watch. I won't have a TV, so I won't even be able to watch uh, college basketball this weekend. Mm. Anyway, until next week, this is Loaf Oot. Zop Oot. Bye.